last week on The Dreamers. We've talked about this, Chris. I'm doing marketing for the Sandys Girls. They are hot right now with different singing venues weekly. This is my big break. The more shows we get, the more I, I mean, we get paid. Let's hold off on the baby talk for a while, okay? Christina let her husband's arm go to walk down the candy aisle. Cake, I'm talking about you too. You need to look for a job today. Dad, I have a job. I'm a gamer. I have subs. I'm getting famous. King grabbed his toes and walked to the living room. I don't have time for this today. Maya, let's go. So Taylor has a jealous wife and I have a missing in action husband. <laughs> Jody laughed as she sprawled out on the bed. episode two for you tonight. So grab your comfy blanket, your favorite drink, and let's enjoy the show. Let's dig in to the dreamers. Where there's fire, there's money. So this is how you repay me. I asked you for a baby, so you should eat with this skank? Christina grabbed an oversized bag from the closet. Taylor wiped his eyes after looking at Jody at his left. There's a perfectly good explanation for this. I just don't know what it is yet. Taylor looked at Jody. Did you follow me home? How did you get past security? Jody shook her head. She looked for her clothes, but couldn't find it. No, you stay here. I'll leave. Christina grabbed her keys and her stuffed bag. Christina, this is not what it seems. I didn't sleep with her. Weren't you in bed the whole time? You know. Christina slammed the bedroom door. These bills won't give me a break. Wyatt groaned as Wyatt Jr. watched TV. He looked at his watch. And where is King and Maya? They should have been back an hour ago. Wyatt grabbed a beer from the fridge. This is getting exhausting, he thought to himself. Wyatt grabbed his phone. He scrolled down his contact list until he landed on Maria, his ex-wife. This is all your fault, he shook his head. Just then, King and Maya walked through the door. Where have you guys been? Wyatt stood to meet them. Well, Dad, it's like lover girl over here has a boyfriend. No, I don't, Maya yelled. She pushed past King and walked to the steps. I waited and I waited, but she didn't come out of the school. I found her behind the school on the steps with a boy kissing. Maya ran upstairs and slammed her room door. Are you sure it was her? Wyatt drank the last of his beer and went to get another. Dad, whoa, wait. King closed the refrigerator door. One's the mask, 
You got Wyatt Jr. to chase, remember? Wyatt groaned and grabbed the water from the counter. He sat at the table and put his head in his hands. Maya watched her dad as she walked down the steps. Dad, I wasn't kissing him. We were just talking. I've told you a thousand times to leave those boys alone. Wyatt shook his head. The thing about boys you don't understand is that you are not a boy. If he wants you to do something, he's going to find a way to make you do it. Wyatt tried to hug his daughter, but she pushed back. You don't know him. He's a good guy. He likes me. But I, I didn't kiss him. Maya stepped back and ran upstairs to her room. Great going, Dad. You should have let me talk to her. King mentioned over the sounds of his video game. Yeah, that's a good shot. King punched the air with his fist. Don't tell me how to raise her, King. You need to find a job, and then we'll talk. Wyatt grabbed Wyatt Jr., ignoring King's stares, and walked upstairs to Wyatt Jr.'s room. One day you'll miss me, Dad. But then it'll be too late. King yelled up the stairs, then turned back to continue his game. Mom, you in here? Kylie waited before pushing open her door. She won't mind if I grab her earrings. She knows I love them, Kylie mentioned to herself. Kylie walked past her mother's closet to her nightstand. On her nightstand laid her red hoop earrings. Yes, Kylie said to herself as she dangled them in the light. Kylie could hear her stepfather on the phone before he came through the door. Yeah, I'm getting tired, I know. But let's change the subject. I love that black dress you had on. It hugged you in all the right. Michael stepped in his room. Kylie, why are you in here? Kylie dangled her mother's earrings in the air. She walked past Michael and turned to speak, but Michael slammed the door in her face. Was he talking to mom? Kylie went down the hall to try to find her brother, Thomas. She couldn't find him inside, so she looked outside. Before she could find Taylor, she saw her mother, Jody, pull up. Hey, Mom, where have you been? Jody smiled at her daughter with a smirk. Who is the adult, me or you? I went to the mall. Are those my earrings? Kylie smiled and ran past her mother. Jody closed the car door and noticed Michael's car in the garage. Great, he's home. We have to talk, Jody thought to herself as she walked through her front door. Thomas, you're hard to find. Look, I think Michael was talking to another woman, Kylie told Thomas. Thomas put his basketball down and walked near Kylie. What do you mean? I'm sure he has women friends. Mom has guy friends. Thomas looked at Kylie. Kylie looked at her brother with disgust. Why are you taking his side? I just told her he was talking to another woman. Mom could get hurt. Calm down, Kylie. You don't know. Did you see the name on his phone? Kylie looked down at the ground. No, but I'm going to find out who he was talking to. And when I do, you owe me an apology. Oh. Kylie stormed off toward the house. Wyatt sat up and stretched his back muscles. He had been working longer than normal hours due to the light bill. That was higher than usual. 
I have to get my furnace fixed, Wyatt thought to himself. He stopped at his normal stop and waited to see if anyone wanted to get on or off. He looked to his left and noticed the police car stopping behind him. He checked to see if his seatbelt was properly secured and that his driving documents were in plain view. The police officer knocked on the bus door. Good evening, Wyatt. How have you been? Wyatt smiled at the police officer before him. Marcus and Wyatt went to junior high together. They played in the junior varsity football league together. I'm all right. I'm tired, though. Could be the reason you stopped me. <laughs> no, no, Marcus explained. No, you're okay. I came to talk to you one-on-one. -on -one. There's been a disturbance at the corner store on Pryor. It looks like the officers caught the suspects stealing sodas and chips. Oh, that's crazy. I bet it was one of the neighborhood kids. Wyatt laughed. Well, Wyatt, it was. But Maya was caught as well. Wyatt shook his head. No, Marcus, that's not right. Maya is at home watching Wyatt Jr. She's babysitting her brother tonight. Marcus shook his head and looked to the ground. Wyatt picked up his cell phone and called the house phone. This is King. King, how many times I've told you to stop answering that way? Anyway, where is Maya? King was quiet, but Wyatt Jr. could be heard near the phone. Daddy? Wyatt Jr. began to cry. No, Wyatt, that's not Daddy. That's the bill collector. Go watch TV. King breathed through the phone. Maya said she wanted to go out with her friends. I told her to call you first. When she came downstairs, she told me she talked to you and that she would be at Sherry's. What's wrong? Wyatt hung up the phone. Before Wyatt could unbuckle his seatbelt, his supervisor, Martin, pulled up behind the bus. Hello, Wyatt. We heard about the incident. I came to finish your route. Go ahead with the police officer. Thanks. Wyatt shook his head, grabbed his bag, and got in the police car with Marcus. So you're just going to lie to me in my face? Wyatt screamed as Maya looked at him squarely. I didn't do anything. I don't care what the police say they saw. I didn't steal anything, and neither did Dylan. Maya rolled her eyes and popped her bubble gum. Marcus put his hand on Wyatt's shoulder to stop Wyatt from getting up. Maya, I am the police officer that reviewed the tapes. You took a pack of bubble gum, a can of soda, and Dylan grabbed a bag of chips on the way out the store. Maya started to get angry. I wouldn't have to do all this if I had the money to just buy what I wanted. I wanted bubble gum, so I got bubble gum. If I lived with mom, this would never have happened because she would have given me money. Maya stood and stormed out the lobby. Marcus grabbed Wyatt as he attempted to go after Maya. Hey, she's 13. She's in a different place than we were, Wyatt. Be cool. Marcus went and got Wyatt a soda. I just don't understand. She really doesn't want for nothing. I buy her clothes, I, I buy her music, all of it. But this week, I couldn't give her an allowance because the light bill is too high. Our furnace is, it's barely working. It's, it's working overtime. Wyatt began to walk in circles. Hey, man, if she wants to go with her mom, maybe this is the time to let her go. 
I'm just speaking from experience. Tanya has Sadie. She didn't want to stay with me, so I let her go. I hate to say it, but she's doing better than I'd ever thought possible. Marcus drank another swig of his soda. She's your baby girl, but she's growing up and fast, and you have to do something before it's too late. Wyatt shook Marcus's hand without speaking and walked outside. Wyatt looked at his phone. He received a notification from an app he uses to send money. The notification said that he was the recipient of $2,000. Wyatt screamed, What in the hell? What is going on? He began to laugh, but remembered why he came outside. Maya! Maya! Where are you? Wyatt looked around the parking lot. Wyatt ran back inside the police station. Marcus, she's gone again. Marcus grabbed his coat and followed Wyatt outside. For the adult bedtime stories for the Creative Soul listeners. If you love the episode Jasmine and Sean's Sexy Encounter, you'll love the novella Shea Butter Rocks. Get your ebook today. Available on Amazon. We weren't talking for that long. She doesn't even have a bike. There's no way she got that far. Wyatt spoke to Marcus. Marcus looked around and turned on his searchlight. Hey, I have a team out looking for her. I also told them to find Dylan as well. Apparently, his brother released him from the police station. He's a cadet in training. Wyatt shook his head and kept looking out the window. Marcus and Wyatt looked toward the right and both could not believe their eyes. The neighborhood corner store where they used to buy candy and drinks was burning to the ground. Marcus cut on his sirens, but what they saw next sent Wyatt into shock. Dylan ran from behind the building with the pipe on fire as Maya threw a brick through the window of the building. She and Dylan hugged each other and danced as the building burned to the ground. Next week on The Dreamers. Your Honor, he is not fit to take care of any of his children. Maria's attorney spoke to the judge. Wyatt's ex-wife Maria sat calmly in the seat next to her attorney. Wyatt began to rub his hands together. It's going to be okay, Wyatt. His attorney whispered to him to keep him calm. Maria's attorney continued. Your Honor, look at the video of Miss Maria's daughter setting fire to the store. Where was Wyatt when this happened? Why wasn't he at home watching over his daughter instead of her being out all night? for tuning in. If you'd like to be featured on Adult Bedtime Stories, send an email to adultcreativesoul at gmail.com or feel free to send a message. The link is in the show description. And as always, we are PG-13 family, so keep it spicy and tantalizing, but always tasteful. 
Did you know Kamani, aka the adult storyteller, is also a fictional author? Check out Shea Butter Rocks on Amazon today. Would you like to support our podcast? Click the link in the show description or go to our Patreon page, Adult Bedtime Stories. If you listen to our podcast on Apple, please remember to review us. Each review will help us become a better podcast for you. And I would like to leave you with a quote to help you begin to write the night away. Logic will get you from A to B. Imagination will take you everywhere. That's by Albert Einstein. And that's it for the night. That was episode two of the short story series, The Dreamers. If you've missed episode one, don't forget to listen on your favorite podcast platform. And tune in next Sunday for episode three. A picture will cloud the air.